This hour, we're talking about uh, high prices, just how much people are struggling with them uh, these days in this country. Inflation at a 30-year high. We've seen gas prices skyrocket here where I am in Victoria. They're at record highs once again. Um, Food prices, again, I was at the grocery store this afternoon. It's hard to imagine. Not much on sale. Things are high. Although we are heading into the summer, so there should be a bit of relief. Obviously, this has become a political issue. It always is. The Conservatives are calling on the Trudeau government to temporarily suspend the GST on gas and diesel. The NDP wants the Liberals to take stronger action against corporations and get them to redistribute their excess profits to Canadians in need. Uh, here is the Innovation Minister, Francois-Philippe Champagne, yesterday responding to that uh, those demands and criticism Ottawa isn't doing enough. I think one of the things we've achieved recently, which, which helps the cost of living, is childcare across Canada. Because uh, if you're a family um, in many parts of the country, that's a big part of your budget. Yeah, not yet. I mean, honestly, it's, it's, a, fine, it's a fine plan, childcare across Canada. But I don't really think it's having a big impact on a lot of families' bottom lines right now. Um, and that sometimes is the issue when, when you hear these conversations happen in politics, is that it can be, it doesn't have to be just one or the other. It can be both. But sometimes talking about these broader sort of societal progressive projects is fine. But what people are actually asking is, how are you going to help people survive now? Uh, what's going on now? What can you do to help people now? Um, needless to say, when it comes to people struggling with affordability in this country, food banks tend to be the canary in the coal mine, a hint at what's really going on across the country. A new survey from Food Banks Canada shows hunger and food insecurity are increasing across the country. Lower income Canadians, of course, are being hardest hit by inflation. That's not surprising. Specifically, a number of Canadians, a growing number, are struggling with the rising costs of food prices for basics like pasta, bread, meat, and so forth. Uh, that survey conducted by Main Street Research found almost a quarter of Canadians reported eating less than they should because there wasn't money enough money for food, a figure that nearly doubled for those earning less than $50,000 a year. Well, with more on that, joining me now is Don Huang Taylor. He's Executive Director of Food Banks BC. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thanks for having me on, Ben. I guess the, the stats that came out from uh, from the national organization are pretty alarming, but uh, they do show uh, they do show, show some some trends. Are these things that are we've seen progress gradually, or are these things that have really spiked of late? Well, I mean, the last twelve months have been well, twelve months. Last two years have been particularly hard on folks across the country. Um, I mean, here in BC, it's it, it, we've seen some very serious events uh, that have contributed towards heightened food insecurity. I mean, we were, we were in the grips of the pandemic when the, when the fires and the floods started. The, um, the disruption to the supply chain created issues for people province-wide. And now, as you've been saying here, the, the rising inflation and general living expenses is just making it harder for so many British Columbians who are already on a you know, tight budget and struggling to make ends meet. So... Yeah, we're seeing, uh, as I think the Food Banks Canada report mentioned, the perfect storm uh, for, for these issues to create very serious levels of food insecurity. I'm sure this is uh, replicating itself across the country, but in BC, where you are, how is this manifesting itself day to day in terms of who's coming, what they're looking for, and just how uh, difficult a situation many families find themselves in? Well, uh, so we're a member association and uh, our membership comprises of 105 food banks. I was recently speaking with uh, the leadership at the Greater Vancouver Food Bank, one of our, our largest members, and they're reporting um, three times as many new registrants or new clients registering for services over the last couple of months and record-breaking 
single-day client numbers. Uh, so th- this is something that we're seeing reflected in communities all across the province. And we took a look at some of the client numbers across a range of food banks uh, between December uh, 2021 to March of this year. And the numbers, are, uh, they really are cause for serious concern. Uh, the number of individuals using food banks has increased by almost 30%. Uh, the number of new clients registering is over over 80%. So province-wide, we're seeing some very concerning numbers. And, and Dan, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I referred to food banks as sort of the canary in the coal mine earlier, that when, you know, that when families are really struggling, they then turn, it, it takes a while for a lot of families to turn to charity, so to speak, to food banks uh, mm-hmm. when they're struggling. Um, is, th- is that the case? Is that really a cause for alarm when you see those kinds of numbers? Because it suggests something far, perhaps far more dire than we're even seeing in those stats. Yeah, it's, just, it, it's, it's a very not- notable spike because uh, you're right, people will do an awful lot before they turn to a food bank. Um, they will get into debt, they will borrow. Uh, we're seeing people skipping meals. It's um, it's it's something which uh, there is still heavy stigma attached to, um, and um, and people are reluctant to turn to a food bank. We we already knew coming out of the pandemic that the that with the financial con- financial impact that the pandemic had, people were getting into more debt, and over the course of the the following years of recovery, we would start to see the numbers alleviate at food banks. Uh, so then to see such a jump in numbers in March when we, we really feel that's the month where people started to feel the pinch, um, even though the, the, the increase in prices had crept up prior to that, uh, it took a while for the impact to really sort of be felt within the food banks. And it's, 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 it's definitely something that, uh, that, that more and more families are going to have to be turning to, uh, particularly people who are on fixed income, seniors people on social assistance or claiming disability supports, that they're, they're you know, really going to continue to struggle. Uh, and we've seen increases in all of these client groups over the past two years. So we can only expect these numbers to climb. Yeah, because we were speaking with the chief economist at the Conference Board of Canada in the last half hour. I mean, this was really meant to be the time that we were supposed to recover from from the worst of the past two years. I mean, this should be the time that food banks across the country, including in BC, are sort of taking a breather and 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 you know basically seeing those numbers come back down. Instead, we're seeing the opposite. Uh, and and you know basically the economy is not doing that badly right now. So uh, that must that must again be be because be. Cause, be cause for concern are you able to keep up with demand i mean are your clients are your or is your are the organizations that you represent able to keep up with all this demand well food banks um will uh will are very resilient um they are able to use buying power um and connections within their communities and uh, and you know at a food banks at a provincial level and at a national level um, we have very strong ties to a number of um of corporate donors who can support us through donations of food. We've also been the recipient of, um, of a lot of generosity in terms of financial support. Um, and that's necessary because budgets are stretched further. Uh, a lot of food banks have to buy, buy food. Um, they're, they're heavily reliant on the donations, but that doesn't cover all of the, the foods, foods that need to be distributed. A lot of the, the healthy foods, uh, the, the healthy proteins, the fresh produce, the dairy, the, the eggs, baby formula a lot of these products need to be purchased so food banks as food banks themselves have very stretched budgets as well um, and so navigating 
this time is gonna is gonna be is gonna be challenging. Yeah, that's 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 the long and short of it. Yeah, when you spoke earlier about surveying sort of who was who you were seeing the sort of the, the different sorts of people, where where would the surprises be? I mean, who are you seeing that you haven't really seen as much of in the past? Well, I, I think the the biggest thing is the the, the new client numbers. Um, that that you know what I what I cited out of Vancouver and and then our our study to see an eighty percent jump in that. Um, just speaks to the number of people who are really on the edge of poverty, uh, and this is this is kind of tipped them over. Uh, we we see consistent numbers in terms of the profile of of certain groups, such as uh, it's about approximately a third of all clients who access free banks in BC is actually a child, um, and then we we do see people from racialized communities dispro- who are disproportionately affected by a lot of these situations that have created the increased demand. Um, and as well as the systemic barriers that, you know, keeps uh, certain groups in poverty as well, they're certainly overrepresented at food banks. Um, but, uh, but really, I'd say it's the, the number of, of new clients, people who never expected to be turning to food banks. I'm speaking with Don Huang Taylor. He's the executive director of Food Banks BC. We're talking about uh, some recent data put out by Food Banks Canada, just about usage that showed uh, 23, almost 25% of uh, respondents to this particular survey saying that uh, they're doing without, uh, just so that there's enough to eat in the family, for instance, that the people are going without food. Um, and that uh, new clients, at least in BC, up astronomically uh, of late, uh, numbers that are certainly cause for concern. When we come back, just a bit more about long-term, what can be done both to support food banks, uh, to make sure that people have uh, them to turn to, but also just about uh, supporting uh, people who find themselves in difficulty now, how we can do a better job of supporting them more broadly going forward. Uh, That's coming up. This half hour, we're talking about food banks really seeing the impact of rising food prices uh, across the country, specifically as well uh, in BC. We're speaking with Dan Huang Taylor. He's the executive director of Food Banks BC, the provincial association of food banks. Uh, Its membership comprises of 105 hunger relief agencies throughout the province. Food bank visits, according to stats on their website, have increased by 5% uh, since 2019. A lot of those uh, increases we're seeing are seniors, obviously children, a lot of children uh, involved. Um, one of the the quotes that really caught my eye from the Food Banks Canada news release earlier this week with that data was that uh, uh, the CEO there, Kristen Beardsley, saying that th- this summer will be the toughest Canada's food banks have ever experienced in our 41-year history. Uh, th- that's, that's, a, that's a big statement. Are we seeing the same thing in BC? Um, we are anticipating a very tough summer. If, if the trends continue the way that they are, and there's no reason to uh, anticipate that they won't, with the number of new people registering, the number of returning clients, and just the general increase in visits, um, we can we can uh, we, we share that concern that this will be an extremely tough summer. What can people do to help? What can individuals do to help out if they, if they, uh, because certainly seeing the need, uh, this seems like a good place to, to devote one's, uh, time and energy or money if, if you, if you can. Exactly. If you can, we, we acknowledge that, um, everyone's really feeling the pinch, uh, during this, 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 uh, this difficult time. And, uh, but supporting a local food bank is, um, is, is something that you can do. I mean, there's uh, obviously financial donations, um, food um, is, is always welcome, uh, but also volunteering. Some support would, would to help uh, with this increase in demand is going to be 
critical for food banks uh, while, while they're you know, handling more clients, needing to pack more hampers. Um, so uh, you can go to our website, which is foodbanksbc.com, and uh, we, have a, um, we have a tab there where you can see where your local food bank is with all the contact information. Um, and you can also donate to Food Banks BC. So that would support our work in just getting more resources, food funds, and, and, and other supports to our food banks across the province. I would imagine food banks are suffering from the same issues that many businesses are suffering from right now, which is a lack of staff. It's difficult to find people to work right now. There's so much out there and people have lots of options. I imagine that's probably the same here and elsewhere across the country. Well, a large number of our food banks, um, I think the last count was was over a third of our food bank members are entirely volunteer run. But the pandemic has created a lot of challenges on that front as well, because Many people who support food banks, who are dedicate a lot of their time to food banks, um, are older and uh, would fall into more vulnerable categories in, in terms of uh, you know, greater risk of, um, of, of health complications. And, um, and over this last two years, we, we have seen more people step away from supporting food banks uh, just because of the, uh, the, the nature of living in this pandemic. Uh, more volunteers to support food banks is something that uh, we are always hearing from our members. And uh, I guess, when, again, as you say, you look ahead to a, to a busy summer. I mean, what kind of, when, it, when people talk about donating stuff to food banks, what is it that you need these days? What is it that someone, if, if someone wants to donate, what is it that you're really looking for? Because it feels like, you know, it's not just the incidentals. It feels like people are really now needing the basics much more than they might have in the past. Canned goods, uh, dried goods, shelf-stable goods are always welcome. Um, the, the the food banks obviously want to be able to provide as many um, nutritious options to clients who access services. Uh, but those those household covered staples are, are uh, very easy for food banks to be able to accept, to store, um, and then and then get distributed to their clients. Um, it's uh, but, but really, if you're in a position to provide any support at all, uh, that will be that will be very welcome. And I imagine you would speak uh, here on behalf of food banks right across the country, because I imagine it's pretty much the same situation uh, coast to coast. I would I would think. Yeah, we're seeing um, universal increases in demand to, across the country. Uh, last question for you, and I, you may, perhaps you can you, you can delve into this or not. But uh, really, I mean, food banks are meant to be the last resort. We're not supposed to, you know, as a society, we're not supposed to rely on food banks. Uh, you know, we're one of the richest societies uh, on the planet. Uh, what needs to be done, do you think, in in the short term to try to at least uh, alleviate some of the need? Is it is it? I mean, because I gather it's all interconnected. Housing prices are high, which high food prices it all connects. So, um, you know, there, there must be solutions at least short-term solutions that might help ease the ease the pain uh, for food banks and those using them the short-term solutions i, I think are, uh, are a little more maybe a little trickier um when we think about food uh, insecurity and the reduction of food insecurity we're, we're really talking about the reduction of income insecurity um and i i think we need to work towards uh increasing the income floor um for people across the country so that uh, those who are on social assistance uh, and uh, who are um, on uh, lower wages or uh, on fixed incomes uh, are, are able to uh, lift to a level where they are not reliant on food bank services. 
as you said, we were always a temporary solution and have become a, a fixture of our social support network. And that services are growing su- suggests that it was, you know this temporary solution isn't going away anytime soon. Uh, the, the other thing I would say is is waste reduction. In this country, we see billions of dollars of food wasted every single year. So that there are kids who are going to school hungry or people skipping meals is just completely unacceptable. I imagine people should never feel embarrassed, though, about turning to your services. I imagine people still do. People do. And we are working hard to reduce the stigma to create as dignified an experience as possible for anyone who needs to turn to food banks. Um, There are more food bank models that closely resemble a grocery store. So someone can come in and um, and take what they need and uh, and and have an experience that, that is more dignified. This this is something that many food banks are working towards, um, and some are early on in early on in this journey. But um, but we we just want people to know that the services are here to support, and they really should not feel um, that there's, um, there's 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 any judgment whatsoever when you need to turn to a food bank. These are difficult times for many people. Dan Huang-Taylor, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate the information. Yep, thanks very much for having me on.